When I was growing up, we used to take communion in the church that I attended. We would take it probably about once a month on a Sunday night. And on the church, in the church that I attended, there was always a cross right behind the stage, right behind the pews for the choir. And I remember as I was growing in my faith during that period of time, looking at the cross, I remembered the sacrifice that Jesus made for our sins. And I remember the blood that was spilt and the body that was broken. We'll talk about that in a moment. But I don't think I had a full understanding of the deliverance that God gave us when he sent Jesus to the cross to die for our sins. When Jesus entered Jerusalem and he told his disciples to go to a place that he had prepared an upper room, they were there to celebrate the Passover feast, a Jewish tradition that had gone on for centuries. And they would gather together, and in that day, when Jesus was there celebrating with his 12 disciples, they were celebrating the deliverance of God for a people who needed to be freed. God allowed that nation of Israel, the Jewish people, the Hebrew people, to be taken out of the bondage that they were in, the slavery that they were in, the oppression that they were under. And by his divine nature, he allowed them to be made free. And by his divine hand, he opened up the seas and parted the Red Seas so that they could go back to their land. And deliverance happened. And so as Jesus gathered with his disciples, that's what they were celebrating. They were celebrating the deliverance of God Almighty. And by his divine character and by his powerful hand, he delivered the Jewish people from the bonds of slavery. Jesus just a few hours later, would be the sacrifice that I remember thinking about when I was a kid, when I was in middle school and high school, thinking about what he had done for me. But I don't think I completely grasped the whole story. And if you've been with us over the past year, one of the things that we've been talking about, one of the themes that we keep coming back to is the hand of God in humanity from the beginning of time. You see, what Jesus and his disciples were celebrating that night that they came into Jerusalem and they did what we're about to do and they broke bread together, they were celebrating the deliverance of God for the nation of Israel out of the bonds of slavery. That was so long ago. And yet they were celebrating it then. The Jewish people had celebrated it for centuries up until that point. The deliverance of God from the bondage of slavery. And that's what Jesus was celebrating with his disciples, that he was about to go to the cross and be that sacrifice so that God once again could display that he is a deliverer. And Jesus was about to go to the cross to display and to show that he would deliver us, not from slavery, not from being slaves, not from being in bondage to other people or another group of people or a government 
or authorities, but he was going to the cross to take away and to be the deliverer from the bondage that we have because of the sins that we have. And so when we come around the communion table today, that's the word I want you to remember, is deliverer. That God was our deliverer. And that he had such grace and mercy and love as Cynthia and the team just sang about, that he had such great love and great mercy that he sent his only son to be the sacrifice so that you and so that I and so that the sins of all of humanity could be erased, could be wiped clean. And because of that, we have the hope of eternity. We have the hope of eternal life with God in heaven one day because God decided that he would be the deliverer. You see, it's not just a sacrifice. It's not just a one-time deal. What happened all the way back at the beginning of time, even in creation, God was at work because God is sovereign. And so what we do is as we come around the Lord's Supper, communion, the Eucharist, some of you may call it, and we celebrate the fact that he is our deliverer. And specifically in this day and age, with a group of Christ followers, and I know that some of you may not be Christ followers yet, and uh, I'll talk about that in a moment. But we come around this communion table to celebrate the fact that God sent his son to die for our sins so that we don't have to be enslaved to sin any longer. And that's a great celebration. They've celebrated it for hundreds of years up to the point that Jesus came. They celebrated it the night before his death. And we, in 2013, celebrate it once again. Here we are thousands now of years later, and we celebrate once again around the Lord's table. And I want you to think today that we celebrate the fact that God delivered us from the bondage of sin. Paul, when he was writing to the book of Romans, said that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And I want you to think about as you take the bread and take the cup, don't allow it to just be another ritual. Don't allow it to be just another communion service, just another Eucharist, but allow the idea that God has been about the business of delivering his people from the beginning of time. And if you're in here today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, why not take advantage of the free gift of eternal life that God offers through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ? Why not walk in that deliverance as well, along with the rest of us, so that you one day could have eternal life as well? Cynthia mentioned that on your notes, there's some information about taking the Lord's Supper. And so if you're here today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, take the time that we are taking communion to ask Jesus to be your Savior, confess of your sins, and walk in that deliverance and experience the freedom that God gives us through Jesus Christ, his son. We're going to be taking communion today, and I'm going to go ahead and ask the ushers to come forward. We're going to be taking it together as a church family today. And so in just a moment, they're going to be passing the bread around. They're going to be passing the bread, and they're going to be passing that bread around 
so that um, you can actually hold in your hand a representation of what Jesus did on the cross. You see, when you take that bread, when you eat of that bread, I want you to remember the fact that Jesus' body was broken for each of us, for the forgiveness of sins. And hold on to that bread in just a few moments, and we'll read a few verses, and we'll take together as a church family, remembering what Jesus did on the cross.
from the Gospel of Luke before we take the bread this morning in Luke chapter 22 verse 14 when it was time he sat down all the apostles with him and said I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer for I tell you I will not eat it until fulfilled in the kingdom of God and then verse 19 says this he took the bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. You can take this morning. And Father, we thank you for the body that was shed on the cross that day. We thank you for the love that you showed by allowing yourself to be the sacrifice so that we could be delivered from our sins.